0: The host of the Rebrand Podcast, the CEO of the Harkey Group, Scott Harkey.
1: Rebrand Podcast. As you guys know, we tell untold stories of world-changing brand campaigns as told by the marketers, the agencies, the people in the trenches, building them every day. I'm your host and founder, Scott Harkey of the Harkey Group. And today I'm super pumped because we're going to talk about a brand that I'm sure you've seen. I'm sure you've made headlines. It's called Liquid Death. This water is its like canned water and it's, it's taking marketing by storm, really. All right. Joining us is Benoit Benteri, who is the CEO and founder of Mammoth Media, which is creating TikTok campaigns using blockchain tech for over 200 brands, including Liquid Death that we're going to talk about today. This dude's got a great background. I mean, he sold an original company, I think, to one of the big tech companies. I think he said eBay in the past. He's been in tech and brand marketing for a long time and digital marketing. So uh, I know we're going to learn a lot today, but let's talk about Liquid Death and how Liquid Death leverages TikTok to build its brand all right, here's my conversation with Benoit, the CEO and founder of Mammoth Media. All right, what's up, bro?
2: Hey, good to see you, man.
1: Yeah, dude. All right, freaking liquid death. We're going to jump right into this because I think I read yeah. an article in, in like Brand Week or Media Week or some shit. Like, I don't know, this was probably like six months ago. And someone like dropped one of these off on my desk. I'm like, What is this shit? And I love beverage. I am a beverage. <laughs> and it's been going crazy. I can't remember... Brand value, but I mean, it's a it's a unicorn brand story in a really crowded category. TikTok is obviously all the craze. We have a million questions about it, and you're having a ton of success on TikTok with multiple brands. As I heard kind of your your story kind of before we started the 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 podcast. So, what are you doing on TikTok that other people aren't, and why is it successful, and how is it helping Liquid Death? Loaded questions here.
2: Yeah, that's a big one. I think, I don't know if we do anything uh, anything that don't, others don't do. I think we execute pretty well. That's what it comes down to. And it comes also through a lot of testing. And so with Liquid Death or with a bunch of other brands, first, those brands are extremely strong when it comes to creative, especially when it comes to Liquid Death. So the quality of the content is top notch. And that, I don't want to take credit for that. The CEO, Mike Cesario, is, is a genius when it comes to creating content. An ex agency guy knows very well what he, when it comes to creating content, what resonates and what doesn't. Now, after that, when it comes to, to TikTok, it has to be content that is genuine. It has to be content that is not polished. Like we've talked, and you probably talked a lot about this, but the difference between Instagram and TikTok. And Instagram is this polished marketing focused type of content where TikTok is things that you wouldn't see anywhere else that will go viral as long as there is the engagement. It doesn't matter if it has been edited, post-prod, anything like that. As long as it's good, it goes. And so for us with them and what we do with a lot of brands when it comes to CPG brands is to focus on moving people into retail. But it's all good to get millions of views, millions of comments and likes, but if they don't walk into the store to buy, it's a problem. And the campaign that we've done with Liquid Death recently was a campaign when they start selling in Target. They had a nationwide uh, launch and they wanted people to move and people to get off their ca- ca- couch, which they usually buy on Amazon as well, but to get into the store and buy the product. So we ended up creating a lot of content actually in Target without having to go and again go to Target, ask for permission in order to get a full day of shooting within a target store. No, we found creators that were all around the U.S. and get them with actually a very limited script. We didn't script the content. We told them the idea is to get your audience to get into the store. And we first obviously figured out who should be those creators. And we found some very, as you've seen probably throughout the last few months, Liquidesz is very, different the way they think about it when they create content. So we actually found a Filipino grandma. <laughs> we found a hard rock dad with his two kids, for example. And they went ahead and, and walked into the stores and created some hilarious content. But the content worked. People went into the stores and actually they sold out at Target. It was pretty insane.
1: Okay, holy shit. Okay, so you're telling me, I hate asking for permission for stuff, especially in marketing. So I, I love what you said there. But you found the right creative content collaborators on TikTok and you just gave them liquid depth. And you said, go into Target and freaking boom. Yes. I mean... I mean, what size influencers were you going after? How many? Like, what, what budget per Like B list, C list? Were they top ones? Like...
2: No, actually, they were not that big. They were all sub 1 million followers. And what worked really well is first the quality of the content, drove views. And then we, after that, did some targeted boosting. So targeted uh, media buying behind the video on very specific DMAs where we wanted to move the products, especially in those areas. So the creators, we didn't focus on size of creators, which I think is a very important thing to keep in mind as a marketer. You have some great tools on TikTok where you can amplify the content. And what matters is, in my opinion, the quality of the content matters a lot more than the size of the audience. Because you can always actually really amplify that content if the content is good, where the opposite is not true. And so with those with those few creators, we went actually, I think, with five creators total. So not a lot. And we got some good content and then we put some good media buying behind it in a very specific TMAs, such as, you know, the SoCal, New York, Texas, all the big beverage markets, basically.
1: What should the mix be between media buys and boosting and the content creators? Should it be, like, I know the rule of thumb is always changing. Like, I remember kind of like, 80-20, like 80% should go to working media, 20% should go to content development like back in the old days. And then it was like 50-50, like we're going to create a ton of content and we're going to you know, pay and you know, we're going to get great organic, blah, blah. Like now I have no idea. Like, are we in 70-30 land? Like what do, you, what do you think is a good mix working media versus budget of content creator, especially for the TikTok channel?
2: I've seen that evolving quite a bit. Actually, I've seen it in the other way around where I saw a lot of people focusing on, I would say content creation, but leading and leaning on Big creators. So the cost of content creation was very high because they were obviously asking them to post on their channel, which means high cost of content. Now I've seen, I'm seeing brands shifting that. So at that point, we were at about 70 content creation, 30 media, right? Now what I see is the other way around where brands are starting to realize, well, you know, those big, 20, 30 million follower accounts may not be that good. Or it's a hit or miss. We have very little control over what the audience is. So let's spend less on content and more on media, where we have a lot more control about where the content is going to show up. But that thirty percent, let's spend it on folks that are good at creating content rather on their rather than on their audience.
1: It's so funny the yo-yoing back and forth of strategies based on algorithm changes or based on the one channel like like a TikTok channel gets really hot. In terms of man, there's so many questions. The boogeyman question, of course. At some point, I want to ask you. Might as well just get into it now. I mean, is TikTok going to be banned in the US or will they sell to a US company? Man, I put a, a conference um, anywhere without, without hearing that. Let's maybe get that boogeyman question out of the way first.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's the question that everybody is asking, and that even brands are like, should I really invest in TikTok and? My take on that is it's going to be tough for TikTok. It's going to get really tough because I think it's becoming political more than anything else. And as we are getting into election season, it's going to be uh, very, very difficult. Now, because it's election season, I don't think anybody is going to do any kind of move between now and the next presidential elections. So I think TikTok has a little bit of time now. After the election, based on who is going to be in the White House after that, it may move extremely fast. And so if I'm a brand, which actually is the same across platform, you don't want to rely on a single platform ever, never. And we've seen that problem before where everybody was so heavy on Facebook and then the CPM started rising and the, the, your CAC started exploding and you're like, well, what am I doing now? So I think it's always good to expect that the platform you're on may not work in a year from now, right? So if you're a brand, you want to tackle TikTok now, you want to leverage TikTok now, but also you want to think of what is out there, right? So I don't know if you heard, but there's this new platform that actually Biden's just launched about maybe like a month ago called Lemonade, right? And Lemonade is, you look at Instagram plus TikTok plus Pinterest all together, that becomes Lemonade. And Biden's launched that very quietly about a month ago. Who launched that? Biden's, the owner of TikTok.
1: Mm, interesting. The other thing you said earlier, sorry to cut you off. I mean, it has been true social or house party? You know, there's MySpace, I and mean, we've seen some hit, some not hit. Do you think, and one thing you said that really stuck out to me was about how in TikTok, you want, of course, more natural organic looking content like not highly produced. And I remember that was the case with Instagram back in the day where we basically said the same thing about Instagram and now it is I believe too a little bit more of a polished platform especially with photography but certainly with brand videos or even you know videos in general and I've even seen and I feel like I've at least seen a resurgence of highly produced brand content. But TikTok is certainly still organic. Will that change? Is this a thing where we see it starts that way, and then as it, as the platform matures, we get into more produced content? Or I mean, TikTok is certainly. I feel like it's it's had different seasons where it was like big time, like you know the teeny bopper dance shit, and then it like it changed. Um, and now it's certainly at scale. What's TikTok going to do? Twenty billion in, in ad revenue or something this year, uh, something like that. Is it a maturity of platform thing on type of content? Is TikTok still the boom or bust kind of take your shot and see if you can get lots of views going? How should we be thinking of this medium?
2: I think you're bringing a really good point of fact that when Instagram started, it was very similar, but I think it evolves with two things. It evolves first with the amount of brand dollars coming in. And when you get a marketer on the platform, a marketer is very careful about their own brand So the more polished the content is, the better the brand manager feels, right? So as you bring all those dollars in, that's where the brand content is going to basically lean towards. Then the second thing is the platform itself. How do you create content and what is the algorithm of that platform giving more eyeballs to or not? And Instagram, for a lot of different reasons, I've seen more engagement with more polished content where TikTok is making a point to make sure that the content is not polished because they don't want to be Instagram. They want to get the genuine content to rise. And so a lot of things like I'm watching the algo on a daily basis about looking at what videos work and what videos don't work. A big thing is videos that you create within TikTok compared to a video that you upload on TikTok. And the the videos that is creating within TikTok will always perform a lot better than the video being uploaded. So they are when you create within TikTok, obviously you cannot get the same feel as a video that you create on really nice cameras and you spend hours in post production. So the platform itself, I think, is still when enforcing that on the on TikTok, where the content cannot be extremely polished, or you won't get. The engagement that you would expect from that platform.
1: Wow, that's that's a fascinating insight that I hope we all took notes on. I know I really I learned right away on that. I didn't know that. Like most of my personal content, as an example on TikTok, is produced and I just put on there like I don't I don't even do anything in there, right? <laughs> and all see. but what's interesting about TikTok too is you can obviously buy impressions and they look like they could be organically driven. I think it's a big secret to their $20 billion in, in ad sales. And as, as, a, as a channel, it's completely underrated as an ad platform because you can create the exact content you want and buy the eyeballs you want. Man, there's so many questions within Instagram. I, I love it, but I didn't know your, the algorithm places more priority on the content you create with the app. I think that's freaking genius.
2: It's data and it's the sound. It's a lot of things that are very unique that you're not used on any other platform. Usually you make sure that your content is in line with your brand, you upload it, and you you kind of hope for the best on top of the media buying that you're going to push behind. On TikTok, you have so many levers, and you have access to a lot of data, which also I think is very underrated. People, brand managers, or agencies don't spend enough time in TikTok data. There is a lot of data that you can access that will tell you, or if you are data-driven, you can post 10 posts with A/B split test each post and look at the impact on view through, look at the impact on overall engagement, look at the impact on when does he get the most views? In the morning, during the day, at night. There's so much that you can be able to build correlation between the content and the impact that you can learn very, very fast what works and what doesn't work for your brand. And a lot of people don't think that way. They just... A lot of people, a lot of brands I work with was like, well, no, TikTok doesn't work. And I'm always telling them, no, it's not true. It's like saying Instagram doesn't work. It's saying like, no, no, it's just, you just don't know yet how to work the platform, but the platform works, <laughs> right? And that's, that's, I think, a big thing to keep in mind.
1: Yeah, just my pet peeve. Radio doesn't work or direct mail. Like any tactic can work. <laughs> just depends on how you get audience. I, mean, I I couldn't agree more. Um, so we do need to wrap up here, but I do want to kind of recap some major points that I heard for why Liquid Death was successful. I heard grabbing not even high level content creators, but you know, decent content creators and putting them in environment was really interesting for Liquid Death. And then boosting media in the markets that you're in. And that's how they sold out on their target launch. Did I miss any maybe key points to the success of the Liquid Death TikTok campaign?
2: No, for that campaign, pushing into retail, those were the main points. Obviously, at the end of the day also, having your agency or your creative folks to be testing ahead of the campaign. To, what we don't mention a lot is before this campaign, LiquidEdit became the fastest growing beverage company on TikTok. So they put, it, they put out a lot of content. They learn what I mentioned earlier, what works, what doesn't work. So there are very specific things that you know will trigger views of some want. But yeah, that's you, you did a good summary of, uh, of that campaign for sure.
1: I love it. Yeah, the testing is smart. Okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to bring you right back for another episode tomorrow. we get into more TikTok and more other stuff. And then even get into maybe how blockchain and TikTok work together. I think this that's the topic of our show tomorrow. So I'll ask a ton of fun web. 3.0 questions and you know a lot of controversy around blockchain, just with some of the bad players in the space. So I want to get into that too. But big thanks to Benoit, CEO, founder of Mammoth Media, for joining us in part two of this interview, which I mentioned we'll, we'll publish tomorrow. Benoit and I are going to discuss how blockchain and TikTok work together. If you can't wait till the next episode and you want to learn more, But then of you will find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can find him on Twitter. And that's B V A T E R E. Or I'm sure he's at all the other channels too. Probably everyone always tells me, you know, hey, screw Twitter, you know, find me on LinkedIn. I'm sure he's on LinkedIn. If you have a chance to take notes while I listen to the podcast, I head over to rebrandpod.com. We'll have all the summaries and episodes. Please subscribe. Uh, we're building this marketing community. I'm really happy about it. And we've heard good things from marketers in the trenches saying they're learning. I know I'm learning. So that's good. We want to keep doing that. You can find me on any of the channels out there. It's just at Scott Harkey. Instagram, I put out content and LinkedIn primarily, but of course, TikTok and Twitter and all the other stuff. You can find me and you can also find the rebrand pod. We're early building that audience and really haven't focused on it. So it's probably better to find me personally. That's it. Please subscribe, tell your friends. And uh, until next time, remember, it's never too late to rebuild, reboot, or rebrand.